1: Hello everyone, it's Jack from Cultaholic, joined by Ross and Andrew, and we are here to talk about our nine pitches for AEW. Double or nothing this Sunday. Before we kick off the video, I should mention that Adam Pacitti, our leader, 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 will be doing a live... Who's leader,
2: leader, leader?
1: The general, the Cultaholic Solar Systems leader. He's
2: not my leader. No, no,
1: but (laughs) spiritually... Um he'll be doing his live streamed reactions of AWW Nothing on Sunday on Yo Chobe. So tune in for that. We'll also be doing a predictions video. It's all gonna be really fun, but this is our pitches video. And if you're unfamiliar with the format, we're all going to take it in turns and go round in a circle, and it's going to go Ross, then Andrew, then myself, and we'll all give one pitch each three times, and that'll leave us with nine lovely pitches for the pay-per-view. And remember, the golden rule, it's not what we think is going to happen, it's, it's what, what we, want we want to happen. happen. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh. Bit of a bit of a tired one there from Ross. Tired? That was meant to be seductive. Oh, Ooh. sorry,
1: sorry, Bit sorry. Sauce, going. You know, look at oh, him taking his jacket off. Taking me top hey, off now. Hey. After that, Woo.
2: is that yeah, a Pikachu babe. on there? That is
1: Pikachu. Oh,
0: that's good. Thanks. What, um,
2: what does the writing say? It says
0: Pikachu. I don't oh. know. <laughs> 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 I had a <no> clue. <laughs> um,
1: right, I guess we'll. I guess we'll kick things. off. Oh, and of course, we'll be giving uh, the, the the two people who didn't, the two people whose turn it isn't to do a pitch, will be giving their verdict on whether it's a good one or not. So we'll start things off with Ross's first pitch. What have you got for us?
2: I need to preface my first one by saying I don't envy the position AEW find themselves in when it comes to match stipulations, because all of the other promotions own them all. Okay. So they're come, trying to come up with some new ones. One of the unique ones they have in their arsenal is the Casino Battle Royal. And I don't know if it's just because Matthew sits on the, uh, the Cultaholic Wrestling podcast. Every time it's brought up, he goes, I don't like it. I hate it. I don't like it. Well, that's rubbed off on me, but I'm starting to think, no, me no it either, Matthew. Me no it either. So this is straight from Wikipedia. This is, by the way, if you don't know what the Casino Battle Royal is, I've got some rules for you. This is straight from Wikipedia, which means, of course, it's got to be 100% correct. It begins with a group of five wrestlers, and every three minutes, another group of five wrestlers enter, whilst the 21st and final entrance enters alone. The wrestlers are group based in uh, the suit they have, deck of cards, space, it's diamonds, clubs, or hearts. What I'm doing with hand now, I've got no idea. And the order of when which group enters is based on a random draw of the cards. The 21st and final entrance is the Joker. Blah, 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 blah. The issue for that for me is that there's too many rules for wrestling fans. I'm sitting here, I'm silly, there's too much admin involved in that. I feel like I'm back in trigonometry class in high school or something like that when I'm sat there reading the rules for the Casino Battle Royal. So I'm suggesting we make a change. Where's my notes gone? I've lost my notes completely here. Sorry about this, everybody. Right then. Because the big issue for me as well is that you, you lose a pop. Don't you, Jack? We were there live at the first, um, the, the first casino battle royal thingy. And how it happens when they just come out in the, in the, in the, the groups of five in their suits. you sat there going... Who's that? Who's that over there? Is that yeah. No, that's not him, is it? Oh, it is him! Hey! But then there's four other people, so they're all getting... Che- oh, it's all a big old mess, Andrew. It's not yeah. very good whatsoever. So I need to bring back the individual entrances and the individual pops. But I can't just have a B like a Royal Rumble, because of course, mm. WWE, that's their thing. Um, and it's fantastic. It's just a fantastic thing by itself. So to keep the casino theme, I'm suggesting we introduce a massive Roger roulette wheel. <laughs> a huge one I'm talking the entire stage might as well be a massive Roger roulette wheel I've ne- tried to come up with a, an AEW name for it and I've come up with the AEW Dusty Rhodes if you wheel
1: oh <laughs> yes see, sorry good. one second I don't know if I've just I don't know if I'm just being ignorant but what is a Roger roulette wheel
2: that's just what I call it I just Roger oh. it just seems like a fitting name when I used to go down to Chisholm's and have a go on the machines I'd just say oh, time for some Roger roulette okay Stephanie behind the desk and she would go, Ross, all the best. And then I would lose every single time. Don't gamble, kids. It's for idiots.
1: A big big Eric Bischoff, raw roulette style, vertical. I'm
2: talking the biggest (laughs) roulette wheel. LED roulette wheel you have ever seen in your life. A joy to behold, a spectacle for all of the ages. Right, so let's get rid of the cards and the suits. Let's have a massive wheel. That's what I've got written down in my notes here. On the wheel, each segment is every single member of the AEW roster. So it could literally be anybody entering next when the wheel spins. Uh, I should have re- read these notes before I started presenting this stuff because I'm completely lost here. Um, we know there will be surprises in the casino battle royale because Tony Khan said as much that is where the joker can be used there'll be one segment on the wheel that says joker and when it lands on that you know there's a surprise coming then we get the entrance and the music then we get the big surprise pop um so to keep the rumble formula we'll have the entrances come in one by one so sort of, what is it two minutes or is it one minute these days whatever it is these days let's say two minutes for for, for argument's sake but 10 seconds before the entrance is due to come in the wheel is spun by mechanical things so you always know it's going to stop after 10 seconds every single time that way we get the pops back that way everyone gets a proper like sort of surprise entrance you don't actually know who's coming out where you get rid of the convoluted bollocks that is the suits and the the decks and the cards and all that all that sort of stuff and as i say the led wheel can be utilized because then when somebody enters their segment from the board could get removed so it doesn't land on them twice Mm. so I've tried to keep the double or nothing sort of gambling theme because we're in Las Vegas we're doing all that kind of stuff the AEW Dusty Rhodes if you will
1: I like it I've I've got nothing else to add to it really or to ask I think that you're right the formula was a bit too confusing I also think they don't make enough of the the drawing of the cards I don't think WWE make enough of the drawing of the numbers these days either but I think this could this could um, get rid of the need for that so that would be fine and uh, and it keeps the mystery of the Joker as well. So it's a, it's a definite yes from me.
0: It's a, a yes from me as well. I like the idea. I, I'm surprised that they haven't sort of utilised the casino stuff a little bit more in the pay-per-view. Um, and I think this would be a really fun way to do it. Like a Wheel of Fortune, you know, a Wheel of Fortune, where they spin it and they do all the thing. And it's like, where's it going to land? That's yeah. always exciting. And uh, and yeah, I think that's really good. I think that's a very good idea, Ross. So it's Thank a yes. you
2: very much, Andrew. That means a lot coming from you.
0: You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Andrew, should we
2: give us your first one? (laughs) Right, I'll chip in with mine. So we've got uh,
0: obviously we've got the AW Women's Title match between Hikaru Shida and Britt Baker on this card. And uh, I think they're going to have a really hard fought battle. I think both women are going to put everything into this match. We've seen what they both can do against other members of the women's division. And they're going to put on, i tell you what, guys, they'll put on a barn burner. That's for sure. Oh, it'll be good. Oh, it'll be good. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. However, I would like to see, as I think many people would in this match, I'd like to see Britt Baker win this one. Maybe get the lock jaw in or something, get Sheeta to tap out. And perhaps after the match, like on Dynamite, she did last week. uh, Britt doesn't stop there, though. She's, she's, She's coming. She's coming for you. She's coming for you. So she grabs the belt after she's won. But instead of holding it high, she throws it to the floor. Boof. Straight on the floor. What's happening? What's going on here? She's just won the belt, you know. She should be holding it high and celebrating a victory. Well, not quite just yet. She curb stomps Sheeda's face, not once, but multiple times into the title, right? Each time with more ferocity until the belt, it's all like bloody and it's all dented and it's just a horrible mess that we've got on our hands here. She finally holds it up and we get somewhat of like a, I guess, like a, a Medusa in WCW moment where she just like walks over to the commentary table, she grabs a headset. And she's telling the audience that this one is a, it's a statement to all the women in the back who think that they can challenge Britt Baker. D, D, M, D, that one. Uh, It's a new era for the uh, AEW's women's division. One that, you know, should have been ushered in a long time ago. And that new era should signify change. So she's like, Reba, come on, come out here. And Reba emerges with like, she's got like a velvet sack and Be- and then Britt Becker reaches into it and pulls out a lovely ooh new belt design holds it up high and the new era of the AEW's women division has big guns
1: what does the new belt look like
0: it looks better than the current belt correct
1: yeah. <laughs> to, yeah i
0: think i i quite like in WWE that it just looks very similar to like the world type, like they just the same yeah. kind of design something similar to that something that's a bit bigger, more extravagant, because it just looks like a, like, like a bracelet at the moment. It's just not, <laughs> it, it doesn't really, I don't know. I don't think it's what, it's kind of reminds me of like the, when you've got like the Divas Championship and stuff in WWE, like why would, as Sasha Banks put it on the Stone Cold podcast, like why would anybody want to hold that belt when they could hold like a really lush
1: world title like the guys do? So why not just have something like that? Mm. Mm. I I mean it's another it's another yes from me yeah I was worried you were going to say for a second that it would be a giant tooth (laughs) shaped one like a a smoking (laughs) skull but for Brick Baker no (laughs) I I just like the idea of a palette swapped Mm. men's one yeah Mm -hmm. I think that's a good shout
2: I personally hate how WWE's titles are all the same I used to love them Mm. when they were different so I'm going to say yes to your pitch there Andrew because it just needs to be bigger I like the design of the AEW women's title I just Mm. don't like the size yeah just needs to be bigger. It does. Yeah. Lots bigger.
1: When 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 Nyla Rose was the champion, big strong woman, it looked like a toy. It looked so silly. It only worked with the only woman small enough was Riho when she yeah. had it. And even that looked a bit small on her. So yeah. I think that's a good shout, Andrew. Well done. Well Thank done you. there. Um I'll go for my first one. I might just kick off with my silly one straight away. I'm gonna do it. It's not even silly though, I genuinely want it to happen. So, one of the biggest matches in the build-up has been Cody Rhodes versus Anthony Ogogo. And Tony Khan loves, we know this, he loves buying the rights to real-life songs and giving them to his wrestlers, such as Tarzan Boy and uh, Where Is My Mind and Wild Thing, most recently as well, for John Moxley. Uh, so, I think Cody will come out, he'll have a one-off entrance uh but this is so tony's bought the rights but just for this one show because have you either of you seen rocky four no okay at the start of rocky four apollo uh apollo and I said apollo Cruz there apollo creed comes out uh to james brown's living in america brilliant song uh he's dancing around he's got the stars and stripes on it's all very american and then he gets literally killed by a big russian so i think that it bodes well for if Cody comes out, he's probably got some stars and stripes attire on. He's dancing around, living in America, and then um, and then and then the lights go down. We're all ready to see what Anthony gogo is going to come out to, and Tony has only gone and purchased right new orders, world in motion, and I think if we can also get John Barnes involved as well to do the John Bonds rap midway through the song, that would just put, that would be the icing on the cake. We know that John Barnes knows all the words to the rap still because I believe he just does it at any given... If anyone ever asks John Barnes to do the rap, he just does it. Um, so I think that if we managed to get that song for Anthony and get John Barnes involved as well, I think that would just set the place alight. Unfortunately, because... Of travel restrictions, not going to be a lot of international fans there. In an ideal world, this would be in a post-COVID world where a lot of Brits and, and English fans could have gone over, and that would have just been incredible. It was between that and Three Lions, but John Barnes tipped it for me, so I'm going to have to go for World in Motion. It's a bit of a babyface song, but then Agogo is the babyface in this feud, so mm. I think it just—I think that just—I think it just works.
2: You, you've made me sad there, you know why. Thinking about the crowds, I never thought about that dynamic where English fans would maybe go over and support a go-go, like, you know, and as, if it boxing, as it was a boxing, as it was a boxing match, and, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's maybe sad that we're going to miss out on that one, they should hold off on that match, for goodness sake, but also, living in America makes me think of Tyson Fury, do you see that entrance he did with that song, Oh, <laughs> and he just <laughs> took the, took the P-I-double-S so he did Andrew, out did of it? America and all of their Americanness. <laughs> 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 didn't
1: he? Didn't he? End it? A, was it James Brown? He ended it to in Saudi Arabia as well. Different song. It's oh, your thing. Yeah. Was that James Brown? Do what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. We're is gonna that, get we're gonna that? get
2: copyright claimed after that. I don't oh, know who yeah. it is.
0: Say um, someone who,
2: who has ended 70s. James Brown before Andrew is who? Ross
1: Tweddle. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. what?
2: <laughs> Upwards of three people heard it, Andrew Because we had a wrestling it. show With a speaker system that you could not hear From the centre of the ring The speakers were at the entrance ramp And to the centre of the ring You couldn't hear the speaker So I walked out to James Brown's The Boss Because that's the theme <laughs> I've, I've always dreamed of Because, you know, boss, <laughs> it rhymes with Ross It does um, And I, I, I walked out there and sat next to Jim Cornette And made a, made a fool of myself Yeah um, <laughs> This was in America, don't worry. Our,
1: <laughs> okay. show, our shows in the UK were always, the production was top notch. It was mm. just the limitations of moving the show across <laughs> overseas, yeah.
2: Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with everything you've just said there. Cheers. But uh, just to, sorry to burst your bubble as well, but Anthony O'Gogo has got a, a proper AEW theme. I beg my pardon, I think I just burped there. Um, oh, does it's, he... like, it's like a Peaky Blinders sort of parody. Oh, okay. Parody. He just said to Mikey Rucklist, Oi, 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 Mikey, can I, can I have, have you ever seen Peaky Blinders? Apparently, Mike. You said yeah, because it sounds like that. that.
1: <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. So it's like, um, what's it called? That's right a red, hand, red, right hand. Yeah,
2: yeah, mm. that yeah. Yeah, that works for him as well. But right. yeah,
1: especially with the Euros being around the corner, I just think it needs to be needs to be mm. a football song, doesn't it? Mm. Um, so it's a yes. It's a yes from Euros. Mm-hmm. I'll go so, for a yes as
0: well. I think that'd thanks, be good. Andrew. You're very welcome. You, I haven't got much you, more to add to that, but. Yeah. I
1: think you'd admit that you're not the biggest football fan, but do you know the song?
0: Yeah, I know that. Yeah, like yeah, new yeah, order and
1: stuff yeah, are really good.
2: Yeah, give that, us a verse, Andrew. Go on, do the John Barnes. I do the John Barnes. Yo, I'm John Barnes. No, he doesn't do the right, know like, right like, it stop, well. That is, stop. That is, that is that just just you might have just lost your job there and forced are, sure? yeah. are
1: you sure you know the song? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mum's
0: weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater no, already. Oh, <laughs> oh the game. no,
2: yeah. Andrew Whoa. is American. He's turned American on us here. Something,
0: something, Cody Rhodes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: Ross, you really, please. You really are a bad man, aren't you? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I thought this was all a joke, what was going on with all these, these scandalous on. stories about you, <laughs> you, but you not knowing the John Barnes rap. You, you do. You've yeah. got to hold and give. And give, do it you at, do the, right it at time, the right time. Yeah. time. I'm John you
0: Barnes. You can't be you yo. slow or fast, you can't but you just get to the line.
1: Yep. You can fill in on any of these lines, Andrew, if you want. They'll always hit you and hurt you, defend and attack. There's only one way to beat them. Round back. Yes! (laughs) Round back.
2: (laughs) Yes. My second pitch, everybody. I'm going... I'm going to Hangman versus Brian Cage for this one, because I was thinking, let's go, for a bit. Well, let's go for one of the sleeper matches and do something saucy with it. Um, I think Hangman is obviously going to win this match to, as he continues his long and winding road to eventually getting to Kenny Omega and taking the world title off of him. But I was thinking about this match, and for some reason, into the back of my mind, popped that third hour of whatever it's... What's it called? Rampage. Mm-hmm. Rampage. On a, on a Friday night. Oh,
1: the, the new thing that they're going to do. Yeah,
2: that popped into my mind and I got worried because if there's one thing I know for sure is that I don't want more wrestling. I just <laughs> want better wrestling within the time constraints that we currently have. More is not always the best thing. So I was thinking, that third hour, FTW title, let's put those two things together and mm. make some bloody magic. So I'm proposing that Cage is somehow screwed in this match. Hangman comes away with a victory that I think we all know he's going to get uh, because obviously Cage, he upset Hangman on Dynamite a few weeks ago, didn't he? So he's going to yeah. get his win back. Uh, obviously Cage is very angry at that thing happening. He goes backstage and he proper sort of collars Tony Khan. He, he throttles the little guy. <laughs> the little guy. He throttles the, <laughs> the owner of 80. He, <laughs> he says, Man alive, I am so upset with you, TK, that not only did the Fulham Football Club out of London, England, which it's how Americans say that name in full. The Fulham Football Club out of London, England, they got relegated from the Premier League. Now you let this happen to me, Brian Cage, at your WrestleMania, double or nothing. I'm not happy with it, TK. Unlike Tay Tay, I'm not going to shake this one off. No.
1: Oh. <laughs> I've carried this thing. <laughs>
2: I had to ask Andrew who Taylor yeah. Swift was earlier on. So I, I completely forgot who it was. He just went, who's that last that sings? And I was like, um...
1: Do, John, do John Bond's rap word for word, but <laughs> sense.
2: Shake it off. Shake it off. And he yeah. holds up the FTW tight. He's like, I've carried this thing around for bear time farm. And it means bugger all. It's about time we did something with this farm. This is Brian Cage speaking, by the way. Why <laughs> is he saying
1: farms? I've got no
2: idea. <laughs> you give me that hour on the Friday or I'll bite your bloody nose off and I'll snap your ne- snap your neck in half right now. Give me that final hour on Friday. And because Tony Khan is fearing for his life, he says, fine. Taz, Brian Cage, Team Taz, Hook in particular, you can all have that that one hour on a, on a Friday every single week on whatever channel it's on. So I'm saying that, because it airs at 10pm, this brand new show, which I think... I'm right in saying this after SmackDown. So SmackDown mm-hmm. ends, and then this AEW show begins. Don't quote me on that. I'm just assuming that's what's right.
1: This, is, this show's only one hour. when you one say hour, th- yeah. When you say the third hour, you mean an extra hour on top of Dynamite. So Dynamite's oh, two hours on a Wednesday. Yeah, right. Got you, got you. This, this, got you. So this,
2: this rampage is one hour on Friday. Right. Mm-hmm. Is this, what I've been led to believe. Is that true, Andrew? You do the news I think more so. than most? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm suggesting that the FTW title becomes the centerpiece of this this Friday night rampage show and because it's on at 10 p.m it's after the watershed let's have something that we haven't really had in the mainstream before let's have a proper sort of adult wrestling show you know let's have a proper gritty dark, i'm not saying raw underground because that's what's of it of my ra- mind was, i'm not yeah. saying that what's similar aesthetic maybe because I, oh, there's lots of bangs going on in this building this one breaking in i can't hear you i can't hear any uh-oh. It's coming up the stairs. Oh, oh, who's that? Who is it's it's it? Tony, it's, a, it's Tony it's a, Khan. It's the cle- cleaner. Not F- Kenny Omega, uh, not Fraser, yeah. just the, the office cleaners. <laughs> um, but I like the aesthetic of Raw Underground. That's the sort of vibe that I get mm-hmm. when I think of Taz and FDW, which doesn't mean for the win, kids. It means something else. Mm-hmm. It means mm-hmm. F that world. Um, so this is where maybe some of the edgier members of the roster, your Joey Janellas, people like that can thrive in this sort of very different feeling to Dynamite, one hour on a Friday night where people are having beers and whatnot because, you know, it's the weekend and all that stuff that we do when we do the weekend and stuff like that. So basically what I want is just a different feeling show to Dynamite mm-hmm. completely, which I think what is what they need. Let's just not have another like bolt on hour to Dynamite to prolong things that are happening on Dynamite. Although I guess some people might say, that so much happens on dynamite that maybe a third hour is needed. But I don't think that personally. I quite like the 100 miles an hour every single dynamite goes. Now they don't let anything rest. And it's just things happening all of the time. I love that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, this final hour, give it the Team TARS and make the FTW Championship the centerpiece. Grittier sort of production. Grittier storylines. Grittier action. All of the grit on a Friday night.
1: I like it. Uh, it's another thumbs up for me, Ross, because one one criticism that I've seen cropping up recently, and I partially agree with as well, is that AEW have just grown their roster too quickly, too soon. They've got a huge roster. Uh, and it feels like sometimes maybe they, they're trying to get all these shows or, or invent all these shows to find a, things for a lot of them to do. But with Dark and Dark Elevation, I feel like they're more developmental shows or where the developmental guys can have a match with the more experienced guys. Whereas I think there needs to be something like a second tier thing, not, not as low down as Dot. I think that hopefully this rampage thing will be like a SmackDown to, to the raws to dynamite Raw in theory. Mm. Um, so I like it. I think it, I think it works and I'd watch it. Sure I wouldn't I. watch it on. I wouldn't watch it. I'd watch it on catch up. I wouldn't watch it on the Friday night, but I'd watch it. And I think that it opens the door for a lot of different things. As long as, as you say, it doesn't become Raw Underground, because that was just dreadful sometimes. <laughs> it looked good. It just wasn't executed
2: very mm, well, was it? Yeah. Um,
0: it's a yes from me. Yes, let's get some stuff going on with that F- FTW belt. That would be really cool. And I like the idea of a more adult show as well. Uh, obviously, with the FTW belt in there, instantly I was like, oh, like an ECW kind of thing. Maybe not like to that degree, but... Like, uh, sprinkle a little bit of that GCW flavoring on there or something, like you said, with Joey Janela and stuff. And uh, I think that would be really cool. And, yeah, and then, and as Jack was saying, it gives sort of other maybe lesser-used people on the roster some more time to develop and, and, and shine and stuff. So I'm, I'm all down for that, lad. Cause I was thinking, like,
2: imagine you get to the end of Dynamite and a massive angle is happening. And then Tony's, like, bringing back WCW vibes. Tune in on Friday night to find out what happened. Mm. As everyone stood there going, like, oh, oh. <laughs> I couldn't do that, me. Too much of a, 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 a gap from mm. Wednesday to Friday, isn't there? Too much I'm, of a gap. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm worried that is going to happen now,
1: now that you've said it. They won't yeah. be able to resist having Tony shout that.
2: I know. I just nah. hope it's like its own self-contained hour. Just another thing that... Because you could have the, the Dynamite storylines bleed over. Mm. Pay a visit to this this other this other place <laughs> that isn't Daly's place. Um, but yeah, I just hope it's not a bolt on that just dilutes dynamite. That's my biggest fear. It's my biggest fear for AEW since the start. It's just them doing too much wrestling. Mm. I What's
0: think re- it's good though that it's an hour. It's like NXT UK. That's a really like solid, concise wrestling yeah, we'll, show. Yeah, we all love you NXT UK. How do you UK? know Andrew? Yeah, it's brilliant. I watch NXT UK. No, you don't. Same. I yeah. do genuinely. <laughs> no, like you might think I'm joking. Honestly. I... It it's good. It's just like nice and concise.
1: A, you are a traitor to the once thriving UK independent scene. <laughs> oh my
2: god. I'm a horrible, supporting, horrible man. Supporting the sellout promotion.
0: <laughs> Damn it.
2: What reels you win, Andrew? I'm genuinely intrigued here. What reels do you in to win
0: next to the UK? Um, like genuinely the, the wrestling, obviously like Mustache Mountain and stuff, and and they've been bringing new guys in like Ben Carter. He's changed his name now. I can't I can't remember off the top of my head what it is, but like Ken Shamrock. Kenji, changed his name to Ken Shamrock. There's ben just Ken. really good stuff on there, and the and the Heritage Cup stuff is really um, is really fun to watch as well. Just like a bit different, and yeah, like a kid.
1: didn't A-Kid, Noam cool. no, Dar have a dog or something.
0: Noam Dar did give Ilya Dragunov a dog. I'm not entirely into Ilya Dragunov's little storyline thing that he's got going on, but they have good matches, like, obviously, Walter and Dragunov and stuff in there as mm, well. Mm,
1: yeah. mm, 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 mm. the No, The talent on there is incredible. It's more the... Mm. It's more the... The lack
2: of s- characters story and storytelling. Ta- yeah, yeah. But, you know, each
1: to, the, each each to the their... Each to their... Each to their filthy... Yeah, don't,
2: don't, make me, don't let me make you feel bad about your support <laughs> of NXT UK, Andrew. I'm just genuinely wondering why you watch that thing.
0: It, it, it's one of them things, like, when you sing you like consume so much wrestling it's hard to keep up but that one is just literally an hour you can blast it all in just one go one sitting and you can be doing something else at the same time because sometimes some of the stuff isn't too compelling but anyway we <laughs> should be doing aw we're talking about aw guys yeah, not nxt yeah, uk right, right. my so
1: second pick oh God! sorry specifically in nxt uk can... no i'm joking go on <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, right. So, my second pitch is that Ethan Page really, really, really reignites his evolved feud with Darby Allin this time. Oh, give it to me. So, I've written down here, let's get this feud back in full of... (laughs) What?
2: (laughs) What did you just say? What?
0: What did you just say? What do you mean?
2: I just heard something in my ears and... What Got did you a, think I said? A fizzing sensation. A <laughs> <laughs>
0: fizzing sense. I don't know what you thought I said, but let's get this feud back in full effect. Uh, it never ended in a satisfying way back in Evolve uh, like it was supposed to. So obviously they're in a rivalry that lasted well over a year and Paige and Arlene, um were supposed to conclude it in a last man standing match, but then during the match... Uh, uh, Ethan Page hit Darby Allen with a shovel it like gashed his arm open he like apparently chipped the bone and stuff in there as well so Darby lost that match and then they never really crossed paths again until obviously recently on aew so I'm thinking, you know we've had like Paige throw Darby down the stairs, and he and Scorpio have like interfered in uh, like Darby losing the title, TNT title and stuff um, but I want to see this keep I want to see this keep rolling I want to see it keep going um, and I feel like we're all expecting Sting and Darby to win. At, uh, um, at the pay-per-view and I genuinely Sting's...
1: can't tell it's a hard one for me I genuinely can't tell what genuinely well
0: this tell. is, this is the th- so this is like my idea right it, it's obviously Sting's first match back in front of a live crowd since 2015 mm. um, and I can see them wanting to put him over in that because that's just like a big thing and you get a big pop from it but I think a great way to subvert the expectation would be for Scorpio and Paige to win this match uh, maybe by nefarious means an, you know don't make Sting look too weak um, but after the match, you know, you could have like Paige keeping to his word that he said on Dynamite, I think last week that he's going to take everything away from Darby Allen. Um, and then, so you get a post-match beat down from Sky and Paige and they really take it to Sting and Darby. Paige is like, he's doing his thing. He's just yeeting Darby about. Whoop! Oh, that's the kid's word
1: for throwing, isn't it? Buckets.
0: He's yeeting him about. He, Um, he, like, yeets him to the outside, uh, and Sky's just, like, putting Sting through a table or something, making sure he's down and out, basically. But Darby, being the crazy boy that he is, he's trying to get back in the ring after a hellacious beating to save his friend, but he's done. He's spent. He's limp. He can barely hold himself up. So Scorpio pins Darby into the corner, and Paige approaches him, and he's like, I took it all away from you back then, Darby, and I'll take it all away from you again now. And then Page, he reveals a shovel and starts attacking Sting. Um, Bringing it back, bringing it back. Whoa. And starts attacking Sting in brutal fashion. And he's just making Darby watch on as his friend and mentor is just left motionless in the ring.
1: And let's start it up. Let's get it going, guys. And then this would presumably lead to a really intense feud between Darby and Ethan Page, right? Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. who who wins that? I mean, I wouldn't mind who. I don't think I'd mind who won that feud, to be honest.
2: I, can I tell didn't... you where that fuse going, man. I'd be sorry to cut you off. It's good. Go graveyard match in it with a show. Oh. Get Vampiro back in,
1: <laughs> and then an Inferno. What was the one where Vampiro took Sting up to the top of the? Oh the Tron? Yeah, off. What did they used to call the Tron in? In WCW, Turner
2: Tron, Turner Was
1: it the Turner? Tr- okay, and then he, he, and then Sting disappeared, and then a smaller man dressed as Sting jumped <laughs> yeah. off the top. <laughs> that's what we're gonna get but no i really like to
0: see this, this whole thing back in effect and like Ethan Page was saying why not just break Darby Allen down just have him start losing loads of matches and stuff and then finally when we get to the like the payoff of all this because it's been it's literally been like years in the making and stuff have Darby finally win that bout like his okay. comeuppance and then yeah I think I just think that would be really cool and, and a good way to finally see that feud actually satisfyingly end too
1: so yeah I like it. It's another yes. Yeah, I hate I hate videos where we just all agree. <laughs> but it's another yes from me. I really like the idea of AEW being able to... Because they've always been more open to referring to uh, the history of other promotions. Sometimes they don't do it enough, which I think is why a lot of people have been confused by the elite mm. quite a lot. But sometimes when they do it well, it can really pay off. And I think that this would be a great example of it. So it's a, it's a full-on yes from me. Give I, it to me, as you said earlier. Whoa.
2: Oh, give it to me. Yes. I liked it too. I liked it too. I just One thing I'm struggling with is, as big as a Sting fan I am, I'm struggling with the fact that all of the younger, fitter, stronger, more, less, well, less brittle wrestlers all run away from Sting. So <laughs> the fact that you've had him attack with a shovel, I very much like it, Andrew. Thank you. I'm <laughs> choking on water. I'm choking on water now. He did. Oh, who has gone. Schwan He's Andrew. down. He's, He's alive. back. It's all right. <laughs>
1: There were, quite, there were quite, there were quite a few weeks in the build-up to the warehouse match where Sting would chase off all of Team Taz on his own, yeah, just by walking out, and Taz would go, "Ah, oh, the snow, we'll get you. We'll <laughs> time."
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: that's good. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm now gonna, yeah, I think I'll keep it. I'll keep it with the the Team Taz theme that Ross brought up earlier. And the Casino Battle Royale theme actually because I have a, I have a winner in mind, a particular one for the Casino Battle Royale and it doesn't make total sense but I just want to see the match really. Um, I think most of us are, are guessing that some babyface or another is going to win the Casino Battle Royale because I think we're all assuming that Omega probably going to retain the belt and then that'll lead to a match between him and a, and a babyface. But I'm, I think a heel should win uh, and I know it would lead to a heel versus heel match, but I do think with the right tweaks in the booking, the crowd will get behind him. And I want it to be powerhouse Hobbs. Mm. I think he's a very believable winner of a battle royal of a battle royal because look at him and he can yeet people willy nilly wherever he wants. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think that if you look at the way that Omega was matched up with people in New Japan, his best matches came against just hard hitting hard lads like Ishii and... Well, no, Omega had good matches with everyone, but I always enjoyed his matches the most when he wasn't the physically dominant one. Uh And I think that if Hobbs got his hands on Omega, that would be a fantastic match. I'm not saying Hobbs should beat Omega. I, like all of us, I think want Hangman to be the one who beats Omega, but I think powerhouse Hobbs should be the one who goes on to have that title shot. They could even make it cause a bit more tension within Team Taz, jealousy from the other... Me- well, from Ricky Starks, especially... Maybe Brian Cage is a bit more positive because he seems to be the slightly all right one. I don't really know what's going on there, but I think they could go with di- different ways in it. The we- the obvious weakness of this pitch is that it would lead to a heel versus heel match, but if it's just on a dynamite, I don't know if that's too bad a thing. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Andrew?
0: Yeah, I I think that'd be really cool. Change up the dynamic because we do usually see uh, just the baby is going up against Omega at the moment and Omega just, like, really healing it up and, and building that. But to have, like, powerhouse Hobbs win, that would be a nice dynamic to see. Like you were saying as well, it, it's... He has... Omega has really good matches when he's not the most uh, physically dominant one in the match. So I would like to... I would really like to see that. And it, I think it subverts, again, expectations of us thinking that a babyface is going to win. The Casino Battle Royal. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all down for I that mean, one, I
1: never I never thought of that, but you've added an extra oh. reason, so thank, oh. you, thank you very much. There you go. <laughs> That's great. Cheers.
2: Uh, Ross? I'll give it a go. Go on, then. Yeah, yeah. why not? I'll give it a go. <laughs> he was very impressive in his match against Christian, so if he can do it against Christian, of course he can do it against Kenny Omega.
1: Yeah. Plus,
2: uh, yeah. I, I know I've made Team Taz a set of piece of one of my pitches here today, but as they are currently, without my pitch actually being reality, I don't like Team Taz oh mm. you don't like them oh no they're just they're not very good are they
1: no they should be a lot more dominant than
2: they are <laughs> Yeah, they are. should be they just like but they stand there and go oh we'll get you soon
1: uh, it i weirdly... swear we'll do
2: it we'll do it don't don't tempt me i'll do it
1: despite having two massive terrifying lads the one who often turns the tide of brawls in their favor is hook just running mm. in from behind and just taking we'll out the sure. leg
2: he is just stunning
1: He's gorgeous. Yeah, what brown
2: a cow stunning as they like to say on the, on the on RuPaul's <laughs> drag he's, race.
1: He's the new hunky teen on the Hollywood scene. Oh god. I've taken that from a from a tweet video that I, anyway. Um I can't remember what I was gonna Yeah, yeah. Hook's really good looking. Um Ross, what's your third and final pick?
2: Pitch? So I was I was tempted to uh, just pick War Geordie Pack, bring it here for mm. the Geordie boys in the what I presume is gonna be the main event of double or nothing. I think yeah. they might
1: make it they could make it Stadium yeah, Stampede. Yeah, maybe. They could they
2: could do that eye, but they might make their title match their main event. But I thought, nah, there's something saucier to do here. So Kenny Omega wins. Kenny Omega retains his title against Orange Cassidy and War Jordi Pack. And I presume that, that massive pile of chips is gonna be there inside Daly's place. So he stood on top of those, doing what all heels do, dancing and prancing and showing off with his big shiny title. A man and a baliclava attacks huh. Kenny Omega. Oh. Attacks Kenny Omega from behind, hitting the belt-collecting cleaner with... a coquina clutch. Oh,
1: oh, that's not what I thought. I was waiting for a go to sleep. I was like, oh, no, here we go. No, 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 oh, It's okay. bloody
2: Samoa Joe, isn't it? Joe then literally okay. steals... He takes the titles away from the belt collector. He goes, nah, 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 like Rhea Ripley, because that's very effective work <laughs> in the wrestling. <laughs> and he runs away. And then we set off on this thing where the belt collector has had his belts taken by Samoa Joe, who should have been Will champion in WWE. We all know this. 2017, it should have been his time, but it wasn't for whatever reason. Um, so here we go. Samoa Joe in the main event scene of AEW alongside Kenny Omega with a sort of, the heel chase and the baby face because he's got all of his things and mm. taken away what the only thing he cares about in the world. Mm. That's good. And
1: I, I think there'd be some wonderful interactions between Samojo and Don Callis as well. Mm. Mm. Remember what mm. he did to Heyman? That was great. Heyman still hates him for that. Did you hear what he said on... Was it on Raw Talk or Talking Smack? Heyman was like, we don't talk about people who don't work here anymore. We don't talk about Samojo or Kayla or, yeah, 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 he just... <laughs> was it, wait, wait, no killer still there? Who did he say? Charlie Caruso, I think he said. But yeah, it was... Um, yeah, Heyman shooting from there. Down. Uh, it's a big yes from me, Ross. I'm a huge Samoa Joe fan. I thought he was badly underutilized in WWE. It's sad that our last great memory of him in WWE is him in a poncho <laughs> at WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, and I thought, even if he's not got much, you know, mileage left... Because he's you know he's not the youngest and he's you know been through quite a lot of hectic matches in his time, even if he only has a few matches, I'd have him on commentary on any of AEW's shows. I think he's a fantastic commentator as well mm-hmm. so uh yeah, or as an authority figure just any role I think it was you initially you pitched that Ross Joe as an authority figure as well.
2: it was that it was the, must have been this time last year there was a segment where I forget who was in the ring, but Samoa Joe was sort of mediating a better, a contract sign or something I just thought, wow you like a proper GM, you do, Samoa Joe, but a GM who would take no SHIT because he would beat the SHIT out of you if you tested him. I
1: liked him in the uh, the build-up to stand and deliver. He was doing the interviews between, two, between the two. He would interview all of the title competitors and stuff. So it would cut between him interviewing, like, Carrying cross or baller or whatever, and he'd he'd seem really. He's just really convincing. He's really convincing you that it's that it's real. And it's, I just yeah, it's a big yes from me. Well, I've just realised really... an issue oh, with that
2: pitch. Oh, oh, the release date and the the the. the oh, day, no it's <laughs> not
0: what we want to happen. So wait, wait, no, ballyclava. it is what we want to happen.
2: To be fair, I didn't say the ballyclava came off, mm. so we could do was didn't, it Rhino uh, in, in Impact? Rhino did that. <laughs> yeah, we'll do yeah. a Rhino from Impact. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> A massive burly man in a balaclava hits a coquina clutch and has mannerisms like Samoa Joe, but we don't actually know it's Samoa Joe. So going on forward from here, we're asking who stole the belts, who has taken the belts. All of the roster gets interviewed. We have some great times until July the 14th, is it?
1: Whatever know, that Wednesday is in July where
2: the 90 mm. days are up. And then it's revealed to be Samoa Joe who hits once again a very Samoa Joe-looking coquina clutch on Kenny Omega. There's the pitch saved. Thank you for your time. I'm <gasps> away way home. What? Yes. Oh, he's off? No, he's done. Oh, he's see you.
1: Bye.
2: So was a yes from
1: me. You're sorry, go on, Andrea.
0: Sorry, yeah. Yes from me. Just, would just love to see Joe uh, in in AEW and being used how he should have been booked in WWE he should have been a world champion he should have done so many 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 more things and uh, there's so much good talent in AEW that I think would mesh really well with Joe as well and Joe's style and I would just I would I'm gonna be salivating on that Wednesday when that finally does Well, fingers crossed when that does happen Uh, so yeah I was gonna say is he you know he's got his balaclava on but can he wear like his shorts so people are just like (laughs) I
1: wonder if who it is <laughs> but <laughs> who do we actually think is going to be the casino is there any obvious one this time for who's going to be the casino battle royale man let,
2: let me tell me you okay, Jack. it can't be Mojo can Natalia? It? Mojo, Mojo oh. is next week Nat-
1: <laughs> I thought you said Natalia no
0: I said let me tell you Jack oh that could sorry lead you in. Natalia. I was like, was yeah, Natalia that could lead into my next, my next pitch there oh, go on man. ready? Would you, like, would you like to hear it it's yeah. a nice segue nice seg- it was a nice segue I didn't mean to cut anybody off there this is a nice
2: segue, right? Did it anywhere though, didn't you? Oh, God, you bad man! <laughs> it makes me really uncomfortable. It makes me really uncomfortable.
1: It's the fault. It's all the fault. I'm not as well. doing a
0: good. I'm not doing a good job of like, you know, defending myself though, really, because I keep doing naughty things.
1: But... No, don't. get... This is psychological. This is what I want you <laughs> to feel.
0: Right. Okay. So this is about the Casino Battle Royal and who is going to be the mystery man oh, in the match? Um, you know, I I obviously think this is very unrealistic, but, well, not very unrealistic, but I, it's what we want to happen anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, I think a few of us, I, I think myself in particular are expecting sort of Christian Cage to win this one because it seems to be sort of where they're building up to it. Uh, a title match I, between I, I he and Omega. I some people say that
1: was too obvious, but I, I, I also imagine the Christian, I think, mm. but yeah.
0: So, you know, why not throw a curveball in there, though, guys? Why not throw a curveball in there to make people think, oh, maybe not, maybe not. So we come down to the final three, and it's say we've got Christian Cage, we've got Penta, and we've got Powerhouse Hobbs. He even wrote that down there, Jack. There you go. Mm, nice. ah. um, there's an anticipation in the air. The crowd are counting down. Who's going to be this final person in the match? Three, two, one, brief silence. Oh, has something gone wrong? Has something gone wrong there? Uh, who could it possibly be? Stop, stop it. Stop teasing us, Mr. Tony Khan. And then on the Tron flashes, a giant yes emerges. Oh, sorry. No, I got that wrong there. Yeah, a giant what? yes emerges. That's yeah, what I meant to say. A giant yeah, you yes. Did.
1: You did, didn't you?
0: I did I do that, that. that. But then I like read on... I, I'm not reading my notes properly. Oh. But it's none other than the man himself. It's Mr. Daniel... Brian. the crowd pops imagine the crowd popping for Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. in this moment it comes charging to the ring and away we go Pentra and Evil Uno they're eventually eliminated and we're down to Bryan and Christian both have faced each other in WWE they've had some good matches as well together in WWE and both have similar stories and that you know they come back from career ending injuries to defy the odds and, and return better than they've ever been before uh, they're both former world champions but they never were never really booked quite right or seen as the true faces of the company by the by the big wigs up there, um, both incredibly hard workers that more than deserve their opportunity to be at the top spot and reign dominantly with a title, and uh, more specifically, obviously in this situation, the AEW World Title. So they have a big old battle. There's many a tense moment, who's going out, whoa, what's going to happen, what's going to happen, you know, as each wrestler tries to throw one another out of the ring, until ultimately it's Christian, Christian winds up on top, but Brian doesn't look bad in defeat, he's hungry, he wants more, and he'll get more, he wants to do everything, hold everything, and wrestle everyone he can before closing the chapter on his wrestling career, and I'd kind of like to see Daniel Bryan go between loads of different companies and try and Snag that top spot, and I think we've heard that he would really like to wrestle in New Japan, and maybe he caps off his career in New Japan by getting the 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 New Japan World Title, Whoa. which would be, which would be nice. I'd quite like to see that. But yeah, Daniel Bryan is the is the mystery man. Mi- mystery, what? Say it properly. Mystery man in the Casino Battle Royal. Andrew, it is a
1: no for me. Whoa! Whoa. Because. First of all, I'm saying yes to the idea of Brian doing what he wants on the unis. I think we all want to see that as long as he's safe to Mm. do so. But the no for me is that if they were going to debut Daniel Bryan, I wouldn't want it to be in the Casino Battle Royale. Mm. I think he deserves a grander stage of them all, not that one, to, uh, to make his AEW debut. So I'm afraid, especially losing... Mm. Oh, I just, I can't get fully on board. I'm sorry. Okay, no, that's and, fair. And I'll admit, I'll admit, if every single pitch hadn't been a yes so far, I may have given this one a yes. <laughs> but just to, just to add a bit of spice, I'm going to go with a no, I'm afraid.
2: That's fair yeah. enough. That's fair enough. Andrew, would you like a thwit, eh? I'd... Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, <laughs> Jack said spice and he popped in <laughs> my head did Chris you with her? Mm. I'm going to go for a yes because the, the thing I like most about your pitch, Andrew, is not the fact that it's Daniel Bryan. It's the fact you're turning Christian heel. Mm, if
0: that's Christian a good did, If
2: Christian did that, he would come out of it a heel. And as we all know, Christian is one of the best heels of mm. the past, however long. I loved heel Christian, especially 2004. Mm. Should have been a world champion around that time. Unbelievable stuff. So yeah, outwork everybody when Darby Allen's doing what he does on Dynamite every week. I don't think you are, Christian, pal. You're a liar. And- oh. And also a heel already, probably. But in Andrew's pitch, it's rubber-stamped beyond any shadow of any doubt, so I like it.
1: Nice, thank you. Mm, We're on to the last one, and it's mine. And tragically, I've not saved a very exciting one for the end. I should have saved World Emotion for the last one, but (laughs) I jumped the gun. I'm going to the tag team match between the Young Bucks, and Moxley, and uh, Kingston because I genuinely don't know who's going to win that one. Um I'd I'd like to see the Bucks lose, but I don't know if that's just because, like I hate them at the minute. But is mm. that good from there? Is that a good? Th- I don't know. Um, so I'm gonna say that Moxley and King. Oh, this pitch isn't gonna go down that well. Moxley and Kingston are on the verge of winning. They're about to beat the Young Bucks. Everyone's going absolutely crazy. I'm stalling for time here because I know it's <laughs> underwhelming. Um, and then they are screwed, and the Bucks win with the help of. FTR FTR No no because they're not joining don't worry they're not jumping between (laughs) the two factions don't worry about that because they and I I'm still really annoyed at FTR versus the Bucks with the result of that match FTR should have won that excuse me I'm nearly, nearly throwing up I'm so angry FTR should have won that match And what reminded me of this was Cash Wheeler's tweet. I don't know if you saw it, where he said, I have the best 450 springboard in the business and I'm never doing it again. (laughs) Because he did that and it lost them that match. And I think FTR will want to prove that they are the best tag team in the world. And I just, I'd like to think that the Bucks aren't as crap as they've seemed because they brought in FTR and then beat them. And there's been no rematches. I I need FTR to level it up. So I think I'd want FTR to stop Moxley and Kingston from winning with the motivation that they want the Bucks to still be champions so that once they've dealt with the inner circle, they can go after them. Again, the problem is I have booked a heel versus heel feud here. So I don't know if it would work. Obviously, they were heading for a heel versus heel feud the first time around, and that went so badly that the Bucks had to kind of quickly turn themselves face again and just go, sorry, Marvez, for kicking you and breaking your phone and all that um so i'm still standing by it but i'll admit there are weaknesses to this pitch but i just really want ftr to beat the young bucks at some point
2: you've saved it you've saved it i was worried when you said ftr coming in attack i was wondering where you're going from there but you've the motivation is the correct one it's logical it makes sense i don't care if it's heel versus heel just fantastic wrestling matches, aren't they? Mm. Pay-per-view quality, restaurant quality, picture in picture, as Jim Ross likes to say. Why so. does he do that all the time? <laughs> I've got no idea. Um, it's
1: like he's it's like he's angry that he's got to do it, and he's really trying to wind up whoever's told it me.
2: Yeah, irony, eh? Jim Ross. But, yeah, uh, yeah I'm all for it. Make, makes right. sense from top to bottom for me.
0: I Yeah, I agree. You did save it there because that would be really, really cool to see. FTR just take the belts from from the Young Bucks. I feel like even though it's heel versus heel, people would just be be behind FTR anyway. Yeah, well, I mean I, would. I, don't, I mean, I would. Yeah, I don't think there's much like I don't know. I don't I don't think that would really matter that much. But obviously, I think FTR recently as well. They've been like, we need to focus on the titles and stuff, right? As well. So that would make more sense for them to come in and just be like, let's do. I'm gonna take back what you took from us. So I, I mean, yeah, I'm down for that. And just another match between them two teams would be.
1: Buzzing to see. But there'd be a a little mini feud first between Mm. FTR and and Kit because they'd be angry Mm. at them. They'd want Mm -hmm. a bit of revenge. So, yeah, it's not the most... I wish I'd gone for a more flamboyant pitch to end the video, but thanks for humoring it anyway. And thanks to (laughs) all of you for watching as well our pitches video. Me and Ross with a perfect three for three I said no to one of Andrews. I'm really sorry. I feel terrible now. Don't feel bad. All right. Um, Yes, thanks once again for watching. And don't forget, we'll be doing predictions. And Adam Pacitti will be live stream reacting to Double or Nothing this Sunday on YouTube. Uh, Hopefully the show's a really good one. Uh, And have you guys got any final... Ross, have you got anything? any final closing thoughts, first of all?
2: Fails on Monday. It's WTF moments in a different shacket. (sighs) Mm Mm-hmm. And
1: and Ross's, uh, Andrew, have you seen Ross's shacket, by the way?
0: Uh, yeah, I have seen it. I like his shacket. I made shack- the mistake yeah. of calling it a jacket and he was like, excuse me, young man. It says shacket
2: on the label. I Sorry. honestly,
1: I, I'll admit that after we shot the news today, I googled shacket because I thought you'd made it up. But no, it's not. It's <laughs> oh. an existing. I thought you'd made up
2: that word. I tell you, I used to watch I'm a Celebrity a couple of years ago and Anne McPartland, we would wear a shacket. And I was like, what's he wearing? It's like it's, it's sort of a shirt, but it's too big to be a shirt. It's more like a jacket. Turns out he was wearing a jacket, wasn't he? <laughs> Ahead of the curve, isn't he?
1: <laughs> oh, dear. Andrew, have you got anything to mention before we wrap this up?
2: I don't
0: know. I just hope everybody enjoys the, the pay-per-view because it's shaping up to be a, a blooming good one. Such a bad
1: person. Um, <laughs> just Too late. Like two the, things around here, the, Andrew. The nicest. I hope everyone enjoys it. Um, uh, no, I'm joining in now, and I promised that I wouldn't join <laughs> in. Uh I should mention that because Owen is off this week and because I am going for a meal, there will be no Football Manager stream this Wednesday, I'm afraid. Uh, We'll see if anyone wants to fill in, actually, on Wednesday, if anybody's free to. But yes, thanks once again for watching. Leave your pictures, why not, in the comments section down below. And we'll see you very, very soon.